podcast. What's it called? Don't worry. Bye. Happy with Harriet Diver. Here's my podcast. My podcast. Hello. All right there. How's it going? Waiting for a response. I don't say much. Hey, what's the matter? Cat got you some. <laughs> I haven't heard that expression in ages. I wonder why it's a cat. I guess cats swipe, don't they? I reckon. Is it a tree frog? Imagine when they like flex their tongues out like to get something i reckon they could get your tongue easily because you wouldn't even know like a tree frog could be like all the way over 14 trees away and probably get his tongue over to you whereas a cat i think it i think you'd know if a cat was coming for your tongue can it tell you as well i think cats are like um like they're heartless and they got balls and they're like smarmy i feel like a cat would write you a letter and then seal it with one of them wax stamps and tell you that, like, a bit Liam Neeson-y, they'll be like, I'm not going to tell you when, but I'll tell you this. One day, this week, but possibly not this week, I'm coming for your tongue. And you get, don't you, a lot of the time, if people die in their houses and they've got cats, cats eat their tongue. So imagine that, you've looked after a cat since it was a little cat, a kitten, Harriet, since it was a kitten, and then you've died, and then has it gone and gathered some flowers and got all the cats in the neighbourhood to say a few words? Well, it might have got all the few cats in the neighbourhood, but just to share out your tongue. Fat, no, cats are selfish, it wouldn't share your tongue. It'd have all your tongue for itself. But imagine if it ate your tongue, and then had the powers that your tongue did, and then, so then for the rest of its life it spoke like you. God, that'd be mad. Anyway, hello. Why do you want to have to say that? Oh yeah, so now in the future, I'll say, what's the matter? Tree frog got your tongue? <laughs> hello, good day to you. Uh, welcome to episode 15. Woo! Bloody hell, sort of way to bloody 30 that is. That's almost half the age I am. Hey, don't shut the illusion, the blatantly think you're 18. That is true. Hello, God, it's been a it's been an up and down week as per usual. Oh, I went oh fucking hell, went all the way to Cambridge to do this gig. Had an absolute mental breakdown, panic attack. Thought I couldn't do it, didn't do it. Honestly, it was so upsetting. Cause comedy is like really depends on you know like word of mouth and stuff like that, and you just can't explain stuff. You just sound like a fucking Right, I just, I just hate being flaky. I'm not a flaky person, but like a while ago, and well, a couple of weeks ago, remember when I was saying that I panicked and got a last minute hotel, and then I, I put on Facebook because I was just pissed off with myself that I'd done it again and spent money I didn't have, and was in a hotel, and it was that hotel with five fucking beds. And then a friend of mine wrote me a message. Well, a few friends did actually. It was really nice. Some fucking idiots just take the piss, but then it's just like, well, you put your business on Facebook. This little prick was like, so I put a photo of me with my with all the beds, and someone was like, like your hair, mate. It's like I'm having a meltdown here. Don't try and be funny, you little fucking weasel. Why would you start? 
thing in it if you don't have anything nice to say about it oh and you think there's some sort of don of, of facebook can sort your life out and get a grip hurry up oh this is taking a turn you had hot tree frog banter cat tongue banter it was very disturbing and now it's all gone wrong so yeah he said a friend of mine said at the time he was like oh you can't like mental health is that you can't control because then it, it wouldn't be an issue for anyone and you shouldn't be so hard on yourself people that's what happens when people have mental health problems and i was like you know what you're right and then but then just like to go all the way to Cambridge, do this gig, and then you're leaving people in the lurch as well. I just, I've just, I've just made a like promise to myself to just, because I had, a, I had this feeling. I just, I don't know. I just, some things are difficult for me, so I think I just need to do. Because my brother said to me, because I was, because of when was it? A few months ago, I was back in at my lowest again. I said to my brother, I can't can't do this anymore i think i said it on there i said i don't know if i can do comedy and that anymore and joe was like you've just got to do what you can and don't bite off things because that's the thing I've, i'm like oh well if i do that that's gonna make me more secure money wise and then i think i put pressure on myself i've just got to do things nearby i'm not near nearby but like near do you know what i think i know in my gut what i'm capable of and what i'm not and then i think that's all you've got to do when you you know, because it's fucking so unpredictable. I fucking hate letting people down. Once your brain just takes over, telling you you can't do this, it's just no stopping it. And then I just thank God for my boyfriend, just proper there for me and, you know, talking about because you feel like a fucking scumbag. But do you know what? Through knowing a few promoters and stuff, I know of like, and friends and stuff, I know of a few people that it's happened to, and I bet it's so much more common than I know about than anyone knows about but it happens an awful lot but you can't really you can never really say like say you had the shits you'd ring up your work and you'd go i've got the shits and they'd go oh god yeah take time off don't want that bloody getting on my excel spreadsheet you have to say you don't want that getting on my axe well i might be a bloody tree surgeon or a a tree surgeon when they have axes yeah imagine if a real surgeon like a human surgeon yeah just get axe check <laughs> yeah but you can't ring up unless you've got like i don't know maybe in the past i've had a very few bosses that i could have said i'm just i'm mentally just not in a good place for work and so many people just wouldn't understand especially i don't know why i've got this in my head but i think if you're selling windows if you're like a imagine if you worked in like telesales or whatever you'd be like oh it's um feeling a little bit mentally unstable today they'd be like oh Fucking pull yourself together, pull the window down, come on in. Harry, you can't just assume that a company wouldn't be. I wouldn't. Do you know what it is? It's because I used to work in. used to sell windows, and it was. That's what it is. And. Oh, God, they were just absolutely. Cunts. Just cunts. I think I've said it before. It'd be like. The only people in telesales sort of thing that ever want to speak to you are the people that are crippled with loneliness because they've just lost a partner or something they're like oh do you want to come around and do a cut that'd be nice you could have a cup of tea and it's like oh no oh i remember once a mum's uh mum's friend of mine accidentally rang the wrong number and this lady was like oh no do, do you want to ring me again one day it's lovely to have some company oh it's fucking 
heartbreaking. We had, when I lived in Birmingham, oh god, my home landline must have been the same as a taxi service because every Friday, Saturday at about through 2, 1, 2, 3am, be off the hook. Well, it would be off the hook by the time I finished with it because I was like, no, you can't have a taxi. It'd just be ringing, 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 ringing. So I just unplugged it and then Anyway. Hello, thanks for tuning in to episode 15. Loads of stories, actually. Oh, this one. I see, it's, it's not good. It's not a good story at all. It's heartbreaking, but it's like, but it's the honour and the compassion and the bravery that young people, because I don't know, I think a lot of people, young people get, get a lot of stick for that they're all this and they're all that and they're all I don't know I was gonna say <laughs> slappy happy is that what you in the that you used to do on the but that's like old school what was it you used to do film film you going up and slapping someone on the head was that what it was it was like you've been tangoed anyway I'm bloody showing my age but this oh it's heartbreaking but the bravery and maturity shown I believe make it a good story and something to remember i think so i haven't even like i look for good news i didn't even i wasn't even made like i, d- I don't think this was in i haven't heard about it but then i accidentally watched it have it just spit it out okay so i'll read you the article get ready fucking hell so three young siblings chose to stay inside burning grenfell tower with elderly parents rather than let them die alone so those of you who don't know, maybe American listeners, there was oh, it's awful, like a tower block in London, but it burnt down and the amount of casualties and it was believed that uh, the media was playing down, how they were saying there'd been like 17 deaths and then from famous people, one was saying that they'd spoken to, like Lily Allen said that she'd spoken to the uh, emergency services and they were saying that it was at least 150. It was odd though that there's that many stories like the tower block was fucking gigantic and then they're saying 17 deaths anyway so as smoke and flames engulfed the 17th floor bride to be husna begum bride to be as well she had so much coming up 22 and her brothers hanif 26 and hamid 29 explained their decision to stay to relatives on the phone fucking hell in an emotional conversation more than two hours after the blaze began, the children told them there was no way they could leave their mother, Rebea, who was in her 60s, and 82-year-old father, Kamru Mia. The British Bangladeshis also told their relatives not to grieve for them as they were going to a better place. It's been claimed that they had an opportunity of almost an hour after the fire began at around 12.50am to make their way to safety until about 1.45am and were last heard of on the phone at 10 past 3am. There's like pictures of them with their family. Uh, their cousin, Samia Ahmed, 18, told Times their dad could barely walk anyway. What are they going to do? Abandon him? Mr Ahmed said he believed until around 1.45am they could have left their parents but they didn't. On their final conversation, he said, my auntie spoke to Hanif. He was very calm. He said the time had come and not to mourn for them, but be happy for them because they would be in a better place. Fucking hell. That's just... 
well, it's, it's just so selfless, isn't it? It really is. It just, I just think big up. And I think, why is that? Like, I, why haven't I heard about that on the news or or any, anything like that? I just think, oh, I just can't really. There's just no words for it, really, is there? So young as well. Oh, madness. Why not madness? Just how many people would do that? Fuck! I, don't, I just absolutely applaud myself. I don't, know, I don't know what I can, what you can say after that. Let's change pace. So I'm big on manners, as you know. I think I've said before. I said when I was a kid, I was a little cunt, but at least I was a polite cunt. Being I've always been raised to say pleases and thank yous. And with my boyfriend's kids, like you hand them food and stuff, and then I now. I have a Volcom death grip that does not let go of something until they say please. And I think if you've done, if you made tea, why are you not saying thank you afterwards? Well, unless it's making you ill. I just think manners is just so important. Well, of course it just sees you through life. Manners can carry you into so many things. Like when you're old, job into a bit. Well, so leads on to this actually. So there's a coffee shop called, I don't know if I'm saying this right. I don't really know how to say it. Uh, it's spelled R-O-A-N-O-K-E. So, Roanoke? 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 Roan. Roanoke. Row, row, Roanoke. Have yourself coffee. Merrily, 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 merrily in America. So, basically, they're sick of this coffee shop in America. Sick of people coming in with bad manners. So, they've done this thing. I think it's brilliant. So, if you ask for small coffee, you pay $5, right? If you say, small coffee please, you pay $3. If you say, hello, one small coffee please, you pay $1.75. So you save, God, what's that? Three, $3.25. If you say, hello, small coffee please. See, this is my kind of... Why can't they do this in America? I would always have... Well, I don't really drink coffee, but I would always have the cheapest tea. So I always say... How's it going? You alright? And then they're usually shocked and they'll say, are you okay? I say, yeah. And then I'll say, are you okay? And then we're stuck in a vortex of, are you okay? Are you okay? Are you okay? Are you okay? This woman in Aldi the other day dropped a load of sausages and I helped her with her sausages. She worked there and she went, that never happens. And I said, do you never drop the sausages? Because I'm hilarious. (laughs) Oh yeah, come on, please. Yeah, so I just think that I just think that's really good. Small coffee. I just think who says that? Well, obviously, loads of people come in small coffee, and I, this is should I generalise? But but most of the people that just come in small coffee are wearing suits. It's people in suits are these. What's it called? Like the corporate. It's all small coffee. This on the go. Blah blah blah. Let's float the stocks. Pete, run that on the doodle. I I just couldn't live like that. Got a friend at the minute who is in a job like that, and he just can't deal with it. I think it's I don't know. I think it takes <laughs> you have to have something missing to be able to do a lifetime of that work. Like maybe your heart. So this is I wasn't even going to say this, but I just think it's nice. I think so. This woman got married. It's called Jess. It's in the UK, and you know brides are like renowned for in it. No one's ruining my special day. It's all about me. Blah blah blah. In it, people get proper like bridezilla. 
And instead of uh, throwing, you know, in it, Bridesmaids and whoever kick off when it's the bouquet throwing because well, that's the shit tradition, isn't it? in theory, whoever catches it will be next to get married. So she's about to throw the bouquet, but she goes, sorry, instead of throwing the bouquet, Jess, can you turn around? And she's called Jess, her best friend's called Jess. And her best friend Jess turns around and then her boyfriend gets on one knee and proposes to her best friend. So she's like shared her special day with her best friend getting proposed and i think that that's not all the attention being stolen or whatever well that's how isn't it that's obviously she's obviously seen it the same way but i've got a best friend what better way to share my special day with my best friend also now having a very special day so it's like the most special day ever oh, some of them i haven't seen much of it but I've seen few here and there of that bridezilla and some of the women on it are unbelievable after the behavior of them just the fact that that if the guy still marries them it's just it's like come on now pip you have had this whole experience to see how much of a fucking monster this woman that you're supposed to want to marry is like if you if you still want to after it you're mad absolutely mad Oh god, and I've got two more stories. Oh, this is going to be a long one. This is today. I like this. This lad, Joey Barge, 20, from Aylesbury. Anyone that doesn't know, or anyone that's already melted. Uh, I know you said an owl. I know. I've, my owls, my, it's my vowels are terrible. I was once at a gig, and, and in fact, I was once at a gig in Glasgow, and it's ironic because... A lot of comics gig in Glasgow and say that they can't understand the Glaswe- the Glaswegian accent. And then I had a Glaswegian not understand my accent. She said, my vowels don't sound like normal people's vowels. I don't really know what to do about it. Because my boyfriend's youngest kid, well, I was calling him Kalau. And once one of the other kids was like, Harriet, you say Kalau. And then I was like, oh, sorry, Kalau thinking I was now, because I thought she was saying you say kalau as in kalau, so I thought I was supposed to say it with an al, so it said sorry kalau, but it's actually kalau as in c-a-l-e-l, see my owls, I say weird, say like owls as in twit twoo, oh it's difficult, especially when your job where it's your, like your words, yeah, people need to know what your words are saying. I know, I don't know how I've developed this. My mum and dad, neither of them had this problem. I've never known anyone. It's obviously a mad problem that I've developed myself. So so I've only, I only found out when I watched Superman Man of Steel because Superman is named Cal of Al. So he's from Al. Al. And then that's what Marvin's son's named after. I know not enough time to go into what I feel about that so now I have to go kalal but they no one else says it with a pause so to kalal but my face just like doesn't say it right like the expression my face says when I does when my face says it as well I've loved this weather though lately it's been great and because it's been sunny till really late so I've got to go on lots of late walks. Fantastic. So yeah, sorry. It's Joey Barge, 20 from Aylesbury. Works in an office. It's been absolutely boiling. And he they require him to wear a suit. 
and he's just uncomfortable all day, can't deal with it, can't do his job properly because he's so hot. Maybe there's not air conditioning in the office as well. Uh, so he's... And he took a photo of them, and they were really smart shorts. And then they, they've sent him home, and he was like, but, but a lot of the women in the office are wearing, like, dresses and vests and stuff. So it's not really fair that I'm expected to wear a big suit. So then he's gone home to get changed, and he's put on a, his mum's dress, gone back to work. Obviously, they've sent him home again. But then, uh, at the end of the day, they all got an email saying they've had a think, and they think that guys should be able to wear smart shorts. Well, they said smart three-quarter length shorts. But who, what was That's like pedal pushers. I don't think that would look... Just if the, the, the shorts this guy had on originally were more than fine. They were just like chino shorts. All with a shirt tucked in. Snazzy. It's fucking call centre as well. No one's going to see him. He could be naked underneath the table. No one would know. Fucking hell. So finally, this one's quite really close to my heart, actually. This, uh, so I don't know if I've mentioned, I think I did mention last time. I run this night in Manchester. It used to be regularly. It's not regularly anymore because it sent me mental. So it's basically a lot of people that come to the audience, they have mental health problems because the majority of the comedians do stand-up material about mental health issues that they have and all of that. It's just like a great, I've said it before, it's like, you know, people with difficulties want to go out and have a nice night too. And it's obviously not, venues often aren't catered for people that perhaps have a problem with sudden noises or just environments can be hostile anyway i'm waffling so one of the regulars that well i met her years ago actually no years ago maybe uh, anyway i met this girl she's big big into comedy does comedy as well in manchester go, go used to be i don't know if she still is but used to be a regular at excess malarkey which is quite sort of like flagship pinnacle comedy night in manchester and i met her then ages ago having a cigarette after i did like this storytelling gig and then afterwards she was chatting to me outside and i don't know i come into conversation but i was like oh because i used to sell these cds that i that I do that was about well that had my mental health show so i've said oh i've got this if you want to buy one she bought one off me and chatting about mental health and then she came to my because i wasn't running the night then and then she came to it this girl sam white oh she's really really nice and I had no idea really about the hardship she'd been through lately, but so I'll I'll read you what's happened. She put a um a thing on GoFundMe, and this is this is what this is what she said. Well, this is awkward. No, it's more than awkward. It's an abdication of dignity, and I really hope you won't think too badly of me. I left a very solid and dependable field of employment to do something stupid and frivolous for less money. It was great, and I don't regret it, except there's no sick pay. If you are occasionally laid up and unable to do out, then it's the difference between poverty and penury. I'm loath to mention charitable work, firstly because you don't give your labour freely, then assume to get something back. Secondly, because I know a lot of you will object, as I do, to the notion that we should only help those who've been fortunate enough to be in a position to make a contribution in the past, but if it helps my case. 
I've happily done lots of community work alongside paid work. I have done free research, policy and copywriting for the LGBT Foundation and additionally digital support work for Minds. I even kept a digital peer support project going on a voluntary basis after the funding ended because I was really committed to it. Now I need some help back and it bloody kills me to ask for it, but ask for it I must. As some of you may know, my flat was sold by my landlord late last year after they went into administration and I had to put my possessions into storage. I am currently staying in a room in a council hostel with most of my things in a storage container. Staying in these conditions has been incredibly difficult and my mental health has suffered to the point where I cannot work enough to put any money aside. I need some money to get a flat deposit sorted and get my possessions, furniture and white goods out of storage. Living out of a hospital is unsustainable in the long term and has such a negative impact on my health that I'm currently caught in a vicious circle. It's shit. It's so shit. There's no Wi-Fi and a grotty kitchen and bathroom and I share with 12 other women. Not only are their mice crawling about, they seem in no way phased by humans. I'm struggling to live in the same environment as overconfident mice. I feel like Robert Smith in the lullaby video, only less compellingly sexy and with literally no musical accompaniment. If you are able to help, I would be extremely grateful. If not, then that's completely cool too. Much love, Sam. It's just so sad, and it's just so sad that, like, because I imagine this sort of situation's happened a lot, where, like, landlords and things have gone into administration, and so people have just been left without homes, and, you know, when you don't have, because so many people still rely on their parents helping them out, or, you know, they're from families that can do that, and if you're not, you're fucked, like, it's, you know, it's an example of probably how a lot of people end up on the streets, so, and I think she's so brave, even that to you know to speak out and I said to her I said I have no idea that you were going through this and she said no I just didn't want to say anything and she because it was because when I found out about it it was like at the end of the uh the the funding but she's she's raised more than the money that she wanted in five days which no oh, it's just it's just great news and it really shows that there's still faith that people are good and you know this could be any of us so easily it's so easy to get in that sort of cycle and the fact that she's been given a little ray of light well a big ray of light really so i'll read you the update this is great <clears throat> this is amazing so amazing i can't even tell you how grateful i am someone just said to me You've not seemed like yourself at all the past few months, but the sparkle's back behind your eyes today. True dat. I set out to raise a thousand pounds, but the fact I've raised more means I can find somewhere nicer and even start to replace some of the furniture I have to leave behind and I wouldn't fit in the storage unit. I was heartbroken when they sold my last place. Heartbroken I had to leave so much to be junked. Heartbroken, my possessions were being put in a cold container in an echoey warehouse. I can now look forward to being in a safe, warm house 
surrounded by my things all this is down to you guys i'm just so grateful the flat being sold and the notice being given whilst i was in hospital all bum fucked me so incredibly hard that i couldn't see how i'd managed to resurface but that's what you've all enabled me to do god fucking bless every one of you glorious cunts yay and then there's a picture of her smiling, this lovely big smile. Oh, well, that has put a big smile on my face. And I, d- I think, well, I know Sam White personally. And it's made me think that maybe I'll look through these funding sites. Because just a tiny bit of money could make the world of difference to someone. So maybe in the future, look for people that have put up similar things to this. Because you could really be helping. It's like Secret Millionaire, but it's like, yeah, you can so you can play Secret Millionaire. Don't turn it into a thing where people can feel powerful because they're... No, I don't mean it like that. I just mean... Okay, don't pretend you're Secret Millionaire. This is patronising. <laughs> Fuck it. And you'll go on a power trip. So, just, just know that it's nice, anyway. Uh, and I'm really happy for her. Oh, I feel like this has been a great episode. Real positive stuff's happening. People are good, you know. Yeah. Right, I've waffled on far too much. Thanks so much. This has been episode 15. Cheers now. Thank you. That was my podcast. My podcast. Thanks for listening. Download. Share. Tell your pal at the shop. Don't worry. Bye. Happy. My podcast. My podcast.